ambassador of fun and welcome to high five to that a podcast all about celebrating fun stories adventures or just anything that'll have you saying high five to that today we have a very special guest we have here libby owner of kula and it's a plant-based ice cream shop or uh, business and so welcome to the show thank you for coming hey really excited to chat with you Yes. So tell us a little bit about what you did before starting Kula and what inspired you to create this business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So basically just, I guess my entire adult life, I struggled with all these different food intolerances. Um, I mean, I didn't know what they were then, but I you know, I started having adult acne, uh, like big cystic acne that I didn't know what it was coming from. And I didn't have it as even a teenager. And then I also dealt with anxiety and brain fog and all these different things. And I went to doctors and holistic doctors and nutritionists. And and I just feel like I went through all these different churnings um, of, <laughs> of stuff that sometimes worked, some, sometimes didn't. But after kind of all those different phases, I narrowed down a couple dietary things. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess both mental and physical health. And so the two of the biggest things I found out were both both related to inflammation. And so one was the dairy mm -hmm. and one was gluten. And so I have found that when I cut out the dairy and the gluten, uh, and mentally. Um, so then as time went on, I was trying to do that, but it was, you know, when you grow up in a family like I do where uh, food is very central yeah. to everything together. Um, and my, my dad and my mom cook, and then my dad makes dessert and he makes pie and every, you know, family dinner, we have pie with ice cream mm -hmm. and go out to eat. Same kind of, uh, some kind of thing. Everyone, you know, we get dessert. Um, and so I just felt like it was, it was such a struggle um, to be able to share dessert with my family. Like mm -hmm. in my whole. Uh, so then I actually went on a trip to Austin, Texas to visit my sister and a very cool town. And uh, they have like three or four all vegan and gluten-free ice cream shops. Ooh. Yeah, so not like one flavor where you walk in and you get the one, um, but every single of you know, 50 flavors in the shop are vegan. And I walk in there going, oh my gosh, I can eat anything here and get a waffle cone. Um, I thought it was the coolest thing. Um, so when I came back to San Diego, and plus it just seems like the kind of people here that I mean, I'm a yoga teacher and in the yoga community, I know everyone loves dairy-free ice cream. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why don't we have that as an option? So I wanted to bring that to San Diego. Yeah, that's also a really good point that you made as far as dairy-free options. Um, in San Diego, for example, you would think there would be a lot more, but it's it's crazy. Like you said, like if you go into a shop, Maybe there'll be three, and they're usually sorbets, which are nice, but 
it's yeah. nice. All the fun flavors are with dairy. Yeah. Flavors, yeah. <laughs> but also like a mint chocolate chip, a chocolate chip cookie dough, Rocky Road. You know what I mean? Like just the basics. You're just like, oh, I would love to have just a chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream, but that's gluten and dairy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, tell us how you came up with the name and the meaning behind oh, it. Yeah, cool. So I went through uh, tons of different ideas. Basically, a plant-based scoop shop, what a lot of these places called themselves um, in Austin. There's there's one in a lot of major cities. And uh, so I went with all these like PB scoops, uh, but then that was confusing. <laughs> Peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> So I worked with uh, one of my really good friends who's uh, also like she leads yoga retreats and um, is really good in, um, I guess, like creating and uh, telling stories. And so we sat down and we worked through, okay, what's my story? You know, basically what I was just telling you. And then we got to talking about, okay, so it's about, you know, sharing and desserts. We're sitting there brainstorming and she goes, well, Kula which is like the language of yoga Sanskrit mm-hmm. word for inclusion and oh my gosh that's so perfect and uh so that's where we thought of that and it kind of grew from there yeah I love that yeah and it, it just seems like everything just kind of fell into place for that to be Uh, But yeah, I would say, like you were saying earlier about family time and desserts, you know, food is a really big part of, of, you know, holidays and, and get togethers and things like that. And so it's nice to still have a dessert that you can share that more people can eat, you know, because uh, whether you are not, if you can't eat dairy or not, basically everybody could pretty much eat your ice cream, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. And so like, as I was, you know, working on different flavors and everything, I started really expanding that, uh, everyone can try it and everyone can share it, uh, concept. So I, I kind of differentiator. So not only do we make dairy-free and gluten-free ice cream, um, but I always make sure it's always vegan. So any anyone in any spectrum of um, plant products or anti-plant, anti-animal products can mm-hmm. eat it. But then the really cool thing that I think I'm doing is not only doing one base. So a lot of times it's uh, dairy-free ice creams made with coconut milk. Mm-hmm. And so some don't like coconut um but then when there's nut milks people are have more uh tree nut allergies etc mm-hmm. and so i started trying to make all these different versions um things that also had different nuts or things that were made with seeds like a sesame oh. seed base or a um sunflower. oh those sound really good i love sesame seed as a base it's so good <laughs> And you can get those Asian flavor vibes in there too, yeah. or like fiddly taste. Um, 
that same concept, right, of everyone can share. And so now when I'm I'm just starting at the farmer's markets, we launched basically in March, you know, right, at a weird time to be launching a new farmer's market business in San Diego. Um, but we, as one people, and they're like, my sign just says dairy free ice cream, really big. And, you know, both vegans and uh, just non-vegans alike walk by and go, oh my gosh, I can't have dairy. I would love to have some ice cream. <laughs> so that's really cool. Yeah. So um, can you tell us just a couple of different flavors that you have that you've been working on or anything like that so people can know what's out there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so sunflower seed, I um, have been trying to uh, do different sunflower seed bases and I use farmer's market fruit, which is really cool. So when I'm at the market, I buy fruit from farmers like in the booth next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sunflower rum raspberry. Oh, wow. Where I infuse the sunflower seed um, base with dark rum. And then we swirl uh, raspberry, you know, farmer's market raspberries, cook them down and swirl that in the ice cream. That sounds really decadent. (laughs) What else? We're working on some cool uh, sugar-free flavors. So those are uh, new because a lot of people would come up and be like, oh, do you have a sugar-free option? I was like, oh my gosh, no, but we got to figure it out. (laughs) Um, So sugar makes ice cream soft. Mm-hmm. So to do sugar-free ice cream is really hard. <laughs> we figured out a chocolate fudge one, which is awesome, and also a uh, what we're calling a butter cookie, and it uses a combo of the sunflower seed, butter, and coconut. Oh, that sounds good too. Even though I can eat sugar, I that one I would I would give that one a go too. <laughs> so uh, and one of my to make them soft right just like sugar only without the sugar (laughs) what are you using instead like monk fruit or something to sweeten it yeah so it's so cool i um basically found this sweetener called allulose oh okay and you know keto friendly and diabetic friendly but it's not actually a chemical i i always am really sensitive to those like chemical I personally don't like them. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I learned that I learned like sweetener something. But um, the allulose comes from dates and kiwis. So it's a oh. real sugar. Oh, wow. And it really tastes, yeah. That's cool. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, because I've, I've heard of the sugar alcohols, like I've heard it, or, you know, like for, uh, to substitute for sugar, and they just don't seem very healthful, but the fact that it's based off of dates and kiwis, I mean, that sounds, sounds like a good substitute. <laughs> cool, and it's becoming this new fad, you know, uh, in health food, and so for me, being new to the processed food industry and, you know, how do you sell to grocery stores and how do people advertise in the food world? I mean, all these things I'm totally learning as I go. And so I've been 
of research and you learn about and like, oh, these are the up and coming food brands and these are the kind of sugars they're using. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool to learn about all that. Is that where you, you would like Kula to go next is, um, so first you're starting in the farmer's markets, but would you like to just have them like in stores? Would you also like to have your own storefront or where would you like to go with Kula? Uh-huh. Such a good question. So what we're working on right now, I I go back and forth. So my number one thing that I that I visualize and long-term goals for Kula to be is to be Southern California's dairy-free vegan ice cream brand. And I think it would be really fun to be the brand that everyone knows and that you always see. So Imagine pre-COVID or hopefully eventually future, we have concerts and festivals, you know, all those fun stuff that happens in San Diego and in all around Southern California. And I just imagine Kula, you know, having booths or scoops, uh, you know, trucks type of thing at all those events. And you always go, oh, I love Kula ice cream. And, you know, there's like a long line for the Kula ice cream. Because um, for me too, if I'm at a festival and there's a free option or a dairy free option. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Uh, so that, that's my, that's kind of my vision. And I think from there, um, growing into the local mom and pop convenience stores in Southern California too, especially all the vegan and organic specialty stores. I would like to be in all those places. Yeah. I could totally see this like at people's or sprouts or whole foods or something like that for sure. Yeah. So is there a flavor that you were experimenting with and at first it just did not, did not come out good? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. A couple. Um, I think mostly it's the the sugar free ones. (laughs) Um, like we'll have so many, uh, whenever, (laughs) whenever I'm making samples or, uh, I guess, batches I put them in these soup containers that we have so I just have all of these soup containers in my freezer that I have written different things ounces of cocoa in this one two ounces of this in this one um and I'll just go churn through and I'm like adding subtracting um so that's pretty funny but then what else was I working on oh I really wanted to do I found out that the Smucker's marshmallow cream I don't know if you've ever had that but it's vegan I've had the the Jet Puff marshmallow mm-hmm. cream like in that like jar because I recently yeah. discovered Fluffernutter, which is amazing, but I didn't know Smuckers had one too. So I a lot of them have egg whites in them, right? That's how they whip them. And then for for some reason, Smuckers doesn't put egg whites in them. Oh, okay. and so. I- we need marshmallow swirls in our ice cream. And so I've tried so many different ways to make that work in the way that the cream is swirl. So I've just sit there eating a lot of dairy-free chocolate bases <laughs> with some swirled clumps of marshmallow. Still good. <laughs> well, that sounds also like a fun process. It's kind of like being a scientist or something, trying to figure out what's going to work. Oh, totally. It's all about making the protein, the fats, the sugars mm-hmm. match regular dairy ice cream. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I understand what you mean by that too, because I noticed that, uh, like, for example, a sorbet melts differently and and is different on the tongue than something that has more fat in it, like a, like a cashew base or something like that. Totally. And so it's so interesting that you say that about the sorbets because um, the different sugars also feel different on your tongue. Mm. So I, I was one of my, one of my who does farmer's markets with me, I was having her taste like four different versions um, of this uh, Earl Grey with lavender ice cream. And I was asking her, okay, but how does that one feel on her tongue? And then should I make it like the sugars of this one, but the strength of Earl Grey of this one and a little bit of lavender like this one? <laughs> Well, that must be fun for like your family members and your friends to get to try them out. <laughs> I don't even, we don't even want ice cream anymore. Like the other day I was talking to uh, my friend and I was like, do you want to try this new? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really, yeah, that's really cool. One thing I also wanted to touch on really quick is like early on you talked about like the brain fog that you were feeling and it was due to food. And I can totally relate to that. Um, when I was in high school, I had that same feeling just kind of like, you know, it's just harder to focus and things like that. And for, for me, my body didn't digest beef very well. And as soon as that was out, what a difference, you know, it's just so crazy how, how much of an effect food has on our body. And a lot of us take that for granted or don't even think about it. You know, it's so crazy. Oh my God. It makes, it's just insane to feel it. And then when you, um, if you make a mistake and, and eat gluten or eat dairy or eat um, beef again, you know, like, can you feel that in your body? You can tell, right. Or at least I don't, I'm not how you feel. I can tell right away. I'm like, yeah. Oh, wow. That one up. Yeah, and I think that's really cool that, you know, you were able to have the courage to change your diet because that's hard, you know, and then able to heal yourself through your diet. So, so high five to that because that's cool. <laughs> high five to that. <laughs> All right, so um, we'll have in the show notes different links on how to find you so that people who want to try your ice cream in the San Diego area can do so. Um, cool. and, <laughs> and we're getting to the close. So at the end, we have shout outs. So how about you go first? Do you have anything or anyone you would like to shout out? Oh, yeah, I have a great shout out. I want to shout out to the support of my San Diego customer base the other day. This woman who ordered has been ordering delivery from us since the very beginning of COVID left us the sweetest note that oh. said, thank you so much to Kula and team. You guys bring joy to uh, my week every week, delivering ice cream to my doorstep, which was so nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something to sweeten your day for sure, like literally and like figuratively. 
Um, let me see. I would like to shout out um, my other coworkers. I also am a teacher, and so it's the first week of school, and everybody's been working really hard to make sure that everything's going smoothly. So shout out to all of you. You all know who you are. <laughs> So thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed having you here and learning more about your business. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. All right. So we'll see you all next time, you guys, and have an awesome day. Bye.